Welcome to the Beyond Ordinary Woman podcast. Every two weeks, we'll post a podcast version of one of our free training videos, but you can access them now at beyondordinarywomen.org. This episode or series includes downloadable information on our website, beyondordinarywomen.org. Go to resources on the main menu and click on podcast slash video extras. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, I'm Kay Daigle of Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries. And I'd just like to welcome you to this video series. I'm here with Claudia McGuire, who is on our ministry team. Claudia's bio is on our website, if you'd like to read more about her. But I've known Claudia for a long time, and our whole ministry team got together a couple of months ago and just talked about things that might be helpful to you as women. And one of the things that we discussed was the fact that many women just don't feel adequate, prepared, ready to step into leadership roles. And so this series is the outcome of that conversation. The series is you are on God's team, and we want you to know that. You are on God's team, and this particular video is entitled, God Uses Your Gifts. So with that said, Claudia is going to take us into the scriptures and talk about some women who exceeded expectations for what God could do through them. Absolutely. Yeah, when I was um, thinking about uh, women that are in the Bible, I, I was hit with something on Facebook. A friend of mine, uh, Dr. Jackie Reese, she had posted this quote from The Blue Parakeet, and it's a book by Dr. Scott McKnight, and he said in this book, time convinces me that the voice of women even women mentioned in the Bible is regularly silenced. And I thought, that's so true. You know, we sit through our sermons at church and many times as women, we, we hear all the male stories, all the wonderful stories that God has done, all the promises that he's made. Um, but I rarely feel encouraged specifically as a woman by women's stories that are in the Bible. And I think that it's important that we that we get to know these stories below the surface, beyond just what we read in the Bible and go, yeah, yeah, I know that story, to really dig down like you would if you were preparing um, a study or uh, to teach in front of people. But I think we need to teach their stories. These are really inspiring stories. They're encouraging. And I think that they're just testimonies to us and they should be to other women. And so I just want to look at, today I want to look at Priscilla and her story. And probably those of us who have read the Bible, sat under teaching for a while, know about Priscilla. And some of the things that she did. But I want to kind of read through Acts. It's in Acts 18, if you want to join us by reading or looking at your Bible. Um, I want to talk about what she did and how God did use her gifts and how he really uh, increased her abilities far beyond what she could have ever imagined. So in Acts 18, it's um, just, we'll just start with verse 1. After these things, he, who is Paul, left Athens and went to Corinth. And he found a certain Jew named Aquila, a native of Pontus, having recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because Claudius had commanded all the Jews to leave Rome. And Paul came to them. And because he was of the same trade, he stayed with them, and they were working, for by trade they were tent makers. 
Now, just looking at that, those couple of um, verses right there, I think it's very um, interesting that Paul heard about them. He gets to town. He knows about them. He meets them. And we learn a few things right away about Priscilla. First of all, she's married, right? Second of all, she's kicked out of Italy because Claudius had told all the Jews, I want you out of here. Now, when I think about that from a woman's perspective, getting kicked out of my home, neighbors, family, I mean, who was there? Did they already have a tent making business? Because we see that they were tent makers now in Corinth. So maybe they had a really nice business. Maybe they had lots of contacts. Maybe they had lots of friends. I don't know. But first of all, you see, that takes a pretty, um, that takes a lot of tenacity to just get up and go to take your business with you, to move to a, a place maybe you've never been before. And so we see part of Priscilla's personality right there, that she was um, having to leave her home and go try to reestablish herself somewhere else. Also the fact that she was a worker. She had a business. She was a businesswoman. And they were tent makers by trade. And Paul also was. He could do that also. And so he joined them there. And... Um, Paul obviously joined himself with them because I believe they were believers. I mean, it doesn't really say so. It says they were Jews, but I believe that they were believers. And he saw a way that he could provide for himself financially. He probably saw some great gifts or abilities in both these people. And as a team, they turn out to be just amazing as we keep reading. Um, in Acts 18, 18, Paul um, goes about uh, the synagogue and he's doing a, um, you know, some teaching there. And it says, having remained many days longer, he took leave of the brethren and put out to sea for Syria. And with him were Priscilla and Aquila. In Centria, he had his hair cut for he was keeping a vow. And they came to Ephesus and he left them there. Now he himself entered the synagogue and reasoned with the Jews. So, I see another amazing thing about Priscilla and Aquila. Not only did she leave her home and they go establish, you know, a tent making business in uh, Corinth, but now they're leaving again. They're going to Syria. Now, if you read just above these verses, um, before verses 18 and 19, you'll see that Paul had kind of gotten into trouble. He's persecuted by his own people. And still, Priscilla and Aquila knew that Paul was being persecuted for what he believed, but they still went with him. And don't you think if somebody, you see somebody and they're getting in trouble with the law and all these things and they're saying, well, come with me to Syria when you go, man, I might get in trouble if I go with you. That's a risky move, risky move. So they were willing to put, again, their business, their livelihood, their safety or security to the side and go with Paul wherever Paul might lead them. And that's well, they were missionaries. That's they exactly became missionaries that's exactly is basically what, what happened. Absolutely. They did become missionaries. And I believe their abilities and giftings that they had, specifically Priscilla up until now, probably would have never um, brought her in that direction, right? 
So let's just go on. Okay, in verse 23, having spent some time there, he departed, that's Paul, and he passed through different regions and was strengthening the disciples. And a certain Jew named Apollos, an Alexandrian by birth, an eloquent man, came to Ephesus. He was mighty in the scriptures. And it says that he was just acquainted only with the baptism of John. But he was speaking out boldly in the synagogue. And when Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they took him aside and explained to him the way of God more accurately. So we see another aspect of Priscilla's ability. She knew the scriptures well, because this man was eloquent and he knew the scriptures, but he was lacking something. And that was the rest of the story of Jesus Christ, about his crucifixion and redemption of our sins and his resurrection. And I just love that Priscilla was bold enough and felt confident enough and felt called enough that she and her husband could approach Apollo and say, hey, there's more to this story. Let's talk about that. And once they did, Apollos went out and had a great influence in that region. They sent him out as an evangelist out the, after that. And um, again, you see Priscilla's gifts at work. She was, here she, we see a businesswoman, a teacher, a disciple, an evangelist, you know? Um, and as we'll see later, if you look in Romans, there they are mentioned again. Paul says in verse 16, greet Prissa and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ, who for my life risk their own necks. That's a huge statement. Priscilla put her neck, her life on the line to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Do you think she had signed up for that when she was a tent maker? I don't think so. I don't think she ever thought that that would be happening. Um, and he says, Paul says, also greet the church that's in their house. So Priscilla's a church planter. She's a missionary. She's all these other things, but she's also a church planter, which is just amazing to me. I don't think we ever talk about that when we study Priscilla and her life or Paul and what he did. So we see Priscilla went from building tents to building into people's lives to building the kingdom of God. And God just took the abilities that she had, her gifts and abilities, and just multiplied them in ways, as I said, she never could have imagined. I don't think she ever could have imagined that. And I believe that many times that those gifts and abilities that God has placed within you wait to rise up until you step out in obedience. You step out to follow. And sometimes you just feel a little drawn to this, or maybe you're invited to it, and maybe you're even a little afraid of it. But when you step out, you see God working in amazing ways. And that's what Priscilla did. You know, God was in control of her life and he had plans for her. And she just said yes and she followed and she put herself in uh, challenging places. And we just see an incredible story of a woman who let God use what she had for his glory. Absolutely. Yeah. And I know that you and I have both had experiences very similarly that God is put us in a place and Absolutely. somebody's asked us to do something and it's frightening and it's, it's a big step of faith. It and is. yet when you step out, God moves. He does. And I think those stories also need to be shared with other people. I'm all about with your team or your group or your women that you get together with really talking about the things that God has accomplished in your life, getting together once a month or something and saying, you know what, today we're going to talk about what have you seen God do in your life since we met? 
in the past month? What is God doing? Have you stepped into some new area? Have you created something? Do you have a small win or a big win um, that we can talk about and thank God for and just really celebrate those victories that God gives us? I think that's a great thing to do, to really encourage and affirm one another. Absolutely, and I feel like when we're, we know we're going to talk with other people about it, we're more aware of what God's doing day by day right. and how he's on the move in ways around us and through us that we could not ever expect. So I know Claudia is going to uh, prepare a resource for us that you can download that will give you some ideas about how to celebrate what God's doing in your life. And so I invite you to go to our website at beyondordinarywomen.org and look on the general leadership under resources page and you will find that with Claudia and my video here. So thank you so much, Claudia. I look forward to our next story. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Beyond Ordinary Women podcast. You can find more podcasts and information about women in leadership by going to beyondordinarywomen.org. This podcast was produced by Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries. Our production team includes Evelyn Babcock, Kay Daigle, Kay Halligan, Deborah Herring, Sharifa Stevens, and John Sparks. Theme music, Back in Stride by Don Miller, used by courtesy of Christine Miller.